Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio dial. The Pen Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last Go. <laughs> oh my God, Dad. What's on your face? Meg, it goes by many names. Soup strainer, lip whiskers, and until recently, giant horse vagina. But I prefer the term mustache. Oh, I think it's sexy. I think it's gay. It's not gay, Brian. If I'm gay, then Freddie Mercury was gay. Freddie Mercury, the lead singer of Queen? He was incredibly gay. He was not. He had a mustache, which is practically like a wedding ring. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. 20, uh, three, 24 years ago today, Family Guy debuted. 23? January 31st. 1999, 24 years ago, today. That's unbelievable. Now, it's, now, it's now, crazy now, now. That you, it's crazy that you had the thought of putting a Family Guy clip in the beginning of the podcast. You didn't know that it was 24 years ago. How do you know? Today? I didn't know. How do you know this wasn't pre-planned? What's going on with you, Ooh. Mike? P P P P P P Prior proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Hey Quagmire. Ben just came back. He was scampering off to get iced teas for the three of us in the other room. So he's back. Thank you, Ben. Now over by the diving board. The Planet Mikey Show <laughs> podcast situation brought to you in living color. By Pro Automotive of Webster and Dudley, Massachusetts, working hard every day to earn your business. For whatever ails your vehicle, Pro Automotive has the cure. <laughs> I love doing that. Oh, yeah. It's like being Dana Hersey and saying, This is WSBKTV Channel 38 Boston. Makes you sound like you're doing something. What's wrong with my voice? We're also brought to you by my grandma's coffee cake, who respectfully divvied out cakes to people. Jerry Thornton a couple weeks ago. Glenn Ordway last week. I'm going to go for one next week. I oh, think. you should. Yeah. Yeah. I'm torn between the pineapple, a coconut, and the blueberry, which are my two favorite. By the way, they're all good. Yeah, they they're are. all good. Glenn wanted the cinnamon walnut one, so we shipped one out to Arizona. Has he responded yet with any... Uh, no, no. No? Not yet. It's just, it has, I'm sure it's uh, en route. Or as they say in the South, en route. I think that cake's en route. What do you mean? Hmm? <laughs> By the way, the, my grandma's coffee cakes are the finest on earth. And if you have any questions about that, call me. I will beat you into submission. Hold on, we can do even better. You know, people can always talk back to the Planet Mikey podcast. With uh, they go on Twitter at Planet Mikey on Twitter. Yes, and then they can always uh, use the, the the Gmail account Planet Mikey Podcast at Gmail But now there's something even greater and better, and uh, something trendy and new. You know, it sort of is, and. Um, I want you to think about this. <clears throat> Speakpipe.com slash Planet Mikey Podcast. Oh, wait a minute. Speakpipe? Speakpipe.com slash Planet Mikey Podcast. And what happens is wh whoever goes to that site can very easily leave a voicemail. And what we'll do is we'll comb through those voicemails and uh, coming shows and pick... Uh, be, be like the Weiner line or the Chump, ch uh, the chump of, line. Yeah, and we'll sort find of. the ones who like... You know, hate mail or things, people that say uh, anything they want, actually. Well, that's a great thing. That's a new thing. We'll talk about that for the rest of the week because we want to talk to people. The show, is, to the show is going. Now, what's the name of that uh, website? Uh, which one? 
SpeakPipe. Oh, SpeakPipe. SpeakPipe.com yeah. slash Planet Mikey Podcast. <laughs> it's very easy to leave a message. SpeakPipe.com. Yep. Slash. Slash. Planet Mikey Podcast. Planet Mikey Podcast. That's, that's even I. That's, that's so right easy. There. Even I can do it. So hopefully um, by the time people hear this, they'll say, I'm going to the phone right now. Right no, now. Actually, I'll go to the computer, actually. Yeah. And then they're going to they're gonna ring it up like that. Remember the phone in, in the uh, they had on the wall in Lassie's house? Or they, they, they'd have to turn the, the crank, crank on it? Yeah, yep. the crank. <laughs> what was and the June operator's Lockhart. name? Was Edna or something? The, the operator's name? Mabel, I think Mabel. it was. Uh, by the way, another sponsor we have, and I don't know, this is a new sponsor for us. It's, I don't know if you've even, you guys even know this yet. What's that? Crystals Reach Around Spa and Massage. Oh, I love you that You finally place. landed that account. I love that wow. place. It took me forever, you know. Uh, so their motto is, when you, so when you're feeling bad down low, we'll give you a hand, and we will not rub you the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, that's a good business yeah. slogan, wouldn't you think? Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're a legitimate business. You know, <laughs> you walk in, you know right away they're legitimate because of the piles of towels and all the lube. Yeah, going down to the old reach around. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, uh, what do you want first? Do you want lift stories or do you want, you want Vince Wilfork? Uh, let's see. Uh... You know, I sat next to Vince Wilfork for an entire hour of the big show on, uh, down at Foxborough one time. Yeah, I used to see him every Monday. Yep. And he is large. Humongous. He is. Uh, I got a team jersey of his that I gave to my yeah. uncle. Yeah. It was like a sheet. He used it, it as a tent. It, it was, yeah, giant. Every summer yeah. when we go camping, we use the Will Fork shirt as a tent. Couple of sticks, it stays right up. I guess we're going to Will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Vince Wilfork had an interview with Dan Lebetard. And my, the emphasis is on Tard. This guy is, he wasn't, he didn't do his show, his show prep, his research on Vince Wilfork's situation. And here's what happened. He was talking to Vince Wilfork and this very thing. Yeah, this is actual audio. Nice to see you. I have always enjoyed the way that you talk about your wife and your relationship. So I will ask you now, how romantic is Vince Wilfork? Vince Wilfork is very romantic. I mean, wow, wow. You can't see that? I, I, have, I, you are very comfortable talking about how you met your wife, how much you love her, how yeah. important she is to you, and that's the reason that I asked the question. I've always admired that about you—that you are, you have no problems whatsoever professing your love. Well, the thing is, uh, I got a new wife now. You know, me and Bianca didn't make it, so I moved on. We moved oh, no. on. It was for the better, both of us. And, um, but we are, we are real. You know, good friends. You know, we are parents first. Me and Bianca didn't make it, but thanks for bringing it up, Dan. <laughs> wow, I know. Imagine I, you're, you're, oh god. But my new wife's cool. She's great too. You know, that's pretty bad, but it's not as bad. I, this was like 15 years ago. What, what was the show? Kathy Lee Giffords on whatever it is. Good morning, America. good morning, sure, whatever. Today's show, and she had Martin Short on. He was the guest, and so she went to interview him and talking about his wife. And he and Nancy have gotten one of the greatest marriages of anybody in show business. How many years now for you guys? We uh, married 36 years. Mm -hmm. But you're still, like, in love. Madly in love. Madly in love. Why? (laughs) Cute. I'm cute. (laughs) That is true. And you make each other laugh. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that was awkward. Yeah, a little bit. But 
you don't really realize it until... Hey guys, before we go on, I, um, uh, Martin just told me as he was leaving, he said, Kathy, you probably didn't know, but his beautiful, precious wife, Nancy, did pass away a year and a half ago. Uh, oh, a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And short you could have Googled that shit. Yep. Uh, seriously. I mean, Wikipedia has that. Marty handled it well. Well, so Vince, is, uh, Vince Wilfork, you know, gracefully, he's romantic, but not with his first wife. They... <laughs> I got a new wife. They didn't make it. I guess he, uh, what caused the breakup was he in, insisted on being on top. <laughs> yeah. Holy mackerel. That's terrible. Anyway, I, I, I get that embarrassing moment out of the way because uh, God forbid that ever happens Haven't, happens to me in an interview You're underneath situation. Vince Wilfork? No, no. Any, you know, any, well, any of that. Any of that. Um, okay, so I have a long list of things to talk about. Do you mind? Well, first of all, what's with the Tavala ads on TV? The lady with the the barcode uh, oven. Don't please don't play it. But you know why? She have plays every it, ten seconds it, on on cable news. Is it a gas oven? It doesn't matter which channel you're watching. It's no, I have one. I do too. So it doesn't. Do? <laughs> no, no, it I got It electric. doesn't matter which station you're on. It's Tavala. Sometimes they play it back to back, the same commercial. You keep saying, Tavala, what in the hell it's is It's an that? oven. It's an oven. And this lady said, okay. It's like, oh, this is so easy. Oh, wait a minute. Is that the one I get it? The barcode? You should, and, but what do yes. you do? You got to buy the food? and I, I don't even care, know or care. But they show the commercial so often. They they show it back to back to back to back. And it's been running for about six months. And you, they sometimes they play it two or three times in the same commercial break. Oh, man. I mean, what what do they think? We're stupid? Ben, I hear his anger. Uh, oh, oh, it's not anger. It's, boy. it's coming back. It's not anger. It didn't even last a full month. It's it's frustration yeah. with whoever's oh, making no. the frustration. It's not angry. They can shove it up their oh. to vol up their asses. You can if they just want. deliver real fresh food. Instead, you're playing it anyway. I've heard it 4,700 times in, since April. Sit back and relax. Until I'm not. I don't even right. want to listen to this, Ben. No chopping. No dishes. No hard stuff. Tavala. Oh. Um, if it makes you feel any better, <laughs> you have one. That I do, we do have one. Okay. Um, is it easy? That come, yeah, it's incredibly easy. You just like you press one button, it scans the barcode so it knows exactly how long to cook wow. whatever it wants. So it's like a smart oven. Yeah. So it knows the temperature, the time, and With the like, type of food you have in the there. The food that you can order. You, like you can't read the package. Is hot trash. Oh. You can't read the package and say microwave on high for not for a minute and a half. You can't just read the package. You have to go to oh. Well, no, don't worry. The oven knows. The barcode will tell it how long to cook this. <laughs> and then show me that commercial a million times like I'm some stupid asshole who would buy one? Well, that's what they do now. You're just a regular stupid asshole who won't buy one. No, I'm not knocking you for buying one. Somebody okay. convinced Tavala to saturate the market. explain this to Liz. But you must, no. She listens. She does? Yeah, Okay, course. so what did she say when you suggested such a stupid thing as buying a Tavala? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm There's a reason kidding. why it got replaced it's six not, months later. It's not. It's not the uh, the oven that bothers me. It's the repetition of the commercials yeah. over and over again. It's enough. It's like cars for kids. You know the the number one complaint for people who listen to the radio and watch TV: too many commercials. That's the number one. Always has been. So I drove a bunch of crack addicts in my lift vehicle this week. Really? Uh, yeah. On the road again. On the road again. I can't wait, wait to be on the road again. again. I've done that a thousand times too. Notice I'm always on perfect pitch. Yep. 
that's something Bob Stanley wishes he had in his repertoire at one point in his career. A perfect, perfect pitch. pitch yeah. You know, just one would yeah. be good. It would have won a World Series in 86. Well, I don't, I don't want to bring that back up again. Thanks for bringing it up. So three, three drug addicts in two days. I pick up a guy in, Wor- in Worcester. And he wants to go up to Westminster. Now, how do you know he's a drug addict? Well, because he's going to a, 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 a treatment center. Clinic, yes. Okay. So I get him up there. I drop him off. Weirdly, when I get within a mile of this rehab center, my, my alert goes off on my lift to the thing, and it says, pick up Amanda. Mm. So to hug I'm, I'm picking her up right where I'm dropping up the other guy. I'm dropping this guy off the rehab, and she's coming out the front door. That's that's my next ride. There you go. And it never happens like that in Lyft, where you drop off right where someone else needs to be picked up very rarely, maybe at an airport or hotel once in a while. So she's go, she goes, can I just, can I get, I got to get my bag. I said, okay, I'm waiting. Don't worry, I'm here. She grabs about six gar- black, black plastic garbage bags. <laughs> that's all of her shit. Oh, poor girl. I know. Well, I, she gets in. And I said, okay, so what's going on? Well, you know, she's been, I've been here treatment. You know, but, but, but she's telling me this story about how she is addicted to, was addicted to crack. She's been there for six days, and she's so glad she's getting out now. I said, so what are you going to do? She goes, I'm going to go right over and get high. Oh, man. Where are you going? Lowell. Oh, you're going to Lowell. All the way, it's 45 minutes. Huh. First thing she says, can I light a cigarette back here? I said, if you open up the window, you can have one. You mean in the in the beautiful in, in my black? beautiful oh, okay. in my. So I said, you can have. I mean, I understand it's a forty minute ride. She just got out of rehab. She, I understand dying for a cigarette at that point. We all, we oh, all yeah. absolutely. So she lights the cigarette, and then she's telling me about. She's going immediately. She says she can't wait to get get high. I said, well, what was the use of going? She goes, I don't. She goes, I'm not ready for treatment. She goes, people want me to do this. I'm doing it for them. I'm not ready. She goes, I'm going to go get high. She's telling me she's got kids, teenage kids, you know, young kids, 12. But, and they're with a relative of hers because she's been in, she's a mess, basically. I said, so wait. So I'm picking you up from a rehab. I'm taking you to a crack house in Lowell. Yep. That was the bottom line. I said, I felt fairly bad, sad. And then when I get there... And Mikey just admitted to a crime yep, on the podcast. Just like that. Why? You know where the crack house is. Oh, I got... What, am I supposed to rat him out? Oh, no. You aided and abetted in a felony. I was told by the Lyft app where to go. Yeah. <laughs> you should have gotten out of the... But uh, I wrote down the address just in case I decided I want some crack someday. Mm. <laughs> so... Maybe they'll sponsor the podcast. And then the next day, I pick up a guy, and he was he was addicted to uh, what do you call it? Uh, fentanyl and pills, and uh, and and what do you call them? What are the other things they they always do? The uh, perks, perks. Yeah, yeah. So he's telling me. So I pick him up. I take him out to uh, Watertown, and then I do a couple rides. I'm going to go home. I'm just kind of lolling around doing rides. And the thing goes off again. It's the same guy. I got to pick him up. Well, he he just went he just went for a urine test. <laughs> he's getting all the way back to Worcester again. Oh. Nice kid. He's he's trying very very hard. Yep. To kick the the problem to get the monkey off his back, Not so easy. to speak. Yep. And I and I, I I encouraged him. I said, just keep it up. Just don't give up on so it. So you because... only sold him a little bag. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's so nasty. 
Uh, anyway, but just weird. I don't know what the karma grabbed a hold of me and said, okay, you're going to have three drug addicts in, in less than 24 hours. Well, maybe the universe is sending you a message. Yeah, cause, but I'm not a drug addict. That's, yeah. Or that maybe you should work at one of these rehab centers. Yeah, maybe. You'd you be know. a great counselor. I went through it. You yeah. know, I went through some tough Exactly. Things. At the end of the last century. God was... saying, Mikey, you've been a taker, a taker, a taker <laughs> your whole life. But I mean, I, it's and, and time I, there's on no the excuse. final stretch to give back. And there's no excuse for, you know, but but I, I did have a multitude of things happening. Mm. You know, my uh, my marriage was breaking up. My job was busted loose. And my All that kids stuff were moving out, going to... Converging yeah, so, at once, yeah. Yeah. So I said, you know, okay. And I misbehave. I misbehaved, but I'll never do it again. You know, unless you guys... What are you doing after the show, you guys? <laughs> when all that bad shit was happening to you, um, did you consider that at any point uh, to be a cleansing? Well, you know what I—I so I was the, I was proudest of the fact that I did it without having to go to a program where I would have been fooling myself into thinking I belonged there. You know, with all due respect to the other people's problems, mm. I don't give a shit about their problems. <laughs> I got my own problems, yep. right? I want to sit here and tell oh the life story. This person, this person. Hello, I'm addicted to. I'm just going to get the hell out of this, uh, you know, get, get away from it. Now and you, that's what I did. You quit cold turkey. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. Was, the, what was that like? What was Cold like? and turkey-like. It yeah. was very... It was, Only warm turkey for me. Well, the program you tells your family and friends, don't talk to him until he goes into the... Till he goes into the, you know, the the, the uh, facility. Now, do you think you Sounds were... Sounds like a cult. Oh, do you think I you were... I was doing that. Do you think you were addicted or do you think it was a comfort habit? Well, it was a combination. Of, it, I was self-medicating, basically. Yep. I was trying to find happiness in a very sad place in my life. That's all. It was a bad excuse, but it, that's exactly what happened. So and the, and the guy from the facility was there. You know, my whole family's there. It's an intervention. You know, it's like he's, he says, now, Mike, uh, after this uh, meeting, we're gonna, you're going to come with me, and we're going to go over to the blankety-blank Rehab center, and we're gonna. I said, Wait, I go, oh, oh, who, who the fuck are you? That's exactly what I said to him. He says, Well, I'm Dr. Deputy Bob Doodleish, or whatever he said his name was. With the thing, I said, No, 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 you're Dr. Death, and I'm not going anywhere with you. But I did uh, immediately cease and desist, which is which is the bottom line. Everybody should be okay. Well, it worked, whatever we did worked. That's, so that's a big deal, though. Anyway, these these people, you pick them up, you feel bad for them, but but when the lady says. I'm, the first thing I'm going to do is get go get some crack and get high. I, I'm thinking, well, what do those six days just do? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, terrible. I feel I felt bad for. Well, her. they say you and got kids. You, you got to want it. That's what she said last night. That's right. My phone just did a did a weird noise. Um, the I think we should have our next guest be the, the you know the Lume uh, deodorant ads with mm. the lady. <laughs> That, that puts it under boob, in the crack, and then she talks about all the places she puts the lube. Yep. I think we should have her on the show. She has a great attitude. Have her do a demo for yeah. us. I wonder what that stuff is. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. God, can it, it works, yeah. I guess, because everybody's talking about it, yeah. especially the smelly people that I used to know. <laughs> They're all talking about lube. And kiss your stinky butt goodbye. Mwah. Goodbye. Ah! No one likes odor below the belt. Whether you're at the gym getting free samples of butt incense, at the office inhaling your own front fumes, or in bed doing some stinky wanky. No, not the teletype. Your privates go everywhere you go. So why isn't there deodorant for privates? Now there is with Lumi. 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 Wow. Uh, 
it, you know, it, this dangerously close to being called Bloomy. <laughs> it's terrible, but I, I think they're doing really well because a lot of people say, "Well, hey, that's pretty cool. You got deodorant. You can put in any place you in your belly button yep. if you want to." Yeah, it's good to have deodorant for strange places. Tell me where specifically is the weirdest place that you personally, girls, have ever gotten the urge to make whoopee? The weirdest place, <laughs> Olga. Um. <laughs> Yes, Olga. In the ass? <laughs> <laughs> the husband does nothing but laugh. No, the weirdest location. <laughs> nothing like a good old game show where, where it, you know, it goes off live, those shows. They record them live. And if the only time they ever have to bleep them is if there's a word that comes up that you can't say on television. There's a, there's a channel on, the, uh, on cable. Look for it. It's called Buzz. Buzz? Yeah, and it's all, all those 70s game shows, all the silly ones. They're great. One right after the other. I was on a game show. Yeah? Which one? The Better Sex. The ABC, Better Sex. 1977. ABC. Did you win or lose? <laughs> I won. My wife, my old ex-wife, she had to sit down. You had better sex than her? She would Listen to what happened. <laughs> Is that how this worked? Set the stage here. What's this show about? Right, so, it's, so each contestant had to get up and sleep with three none. other <laughs> participants. <laughs> there were 30 guys and 30 women on each side in the Jeez, studio. that's a lot. In the audience. <laughs> Maybe for you. So the audience is split up half and half. Yeah, and okay. it's men versus women, basically. Yeah. Who's the better sex? Who's smarter? You know what I mean? So they ask you questions. Before you go in, they give you this little blinker thing, up and down. Yes is up, no is down. Mm-hmm. So they have to make sure that you can operate it. So they give you this quick test. They say, yes, and you press up, and they, they go, no, you press down. They go, oh, okay, you're good. Yeah. So I'm sitting there with 30 people, uh, 30 guys and 30 women, and they ask you questions. And if you get them right, you remain standing. Mm. If you get it wrong, you sit down. Was there a cash prize? Yeah. yeah. Were you on the pilot? It was, no, it wasn't on the pilot. Yeah, that's Sarah Purcell and, and a guy named Bill Anderson were the two hosts. Bill Anderson. I know, but I might be able to find the episode, so give me a little more info. We're not going to sit here and cull through the episodes <laughs> and to find me and my my first wife in, on a game show. I'm surprised you don't know. We're not going to do that. Episode, I'm going to do it. Episode one eighty seven, starring so, Mike Adams. Go ahead. So anyway, so if you if whoever's left standing splits five hundred bucks. Wow. So there were six of us left standing men at the end. I was, so I got eighty three dollars <laughs> to be on this game show. But it was fun because we went out there, you know, to ABC. We just, oh, look, we're on TV. So then, but there was no VCRs then. That's right. So So you had to, they they told you the air date. You know, this will be airing three weeks from now. Um, So you have to go home, take the day off from work, watch it on TV, or else you don't ever, you never know how it looked. So I did that. 83 bucks later. How'd you do? I got them. I, I was standing. 83 bucks, baby. It was great. Anyway, find this fucking episode. <laughs> don't well, don't bother. We got so much more important stuff to do here. Like, no, we really don't. Ben's I a guess wizard. We do. hey, Ben's a wizard tracking stuff down in that. I want to tell you about my friend Jason Russo, who runs uh, Pro Automotive in in uh, Webster and Dudley, Massachusetts. The most reliable, the most professional automotive repair service I've ever ever discovered, and I'm so happy about it because I have three cars now. Certified technicians. Tremendous management. Uh, up to date, they text you, let you know the progress of what's going on with your car. They have loaner cars. They do perfection to its fullest degree. 
for any make, any model. Well, you've got that great marquee. That is a classic car, and they marquee, worked marquee. on it. Marquee, marquee. And how would you say the quality of the work was on this classic car? Three times uh, I brought three different cars in, and, and it was absolute perfection. Mm. Now, Jason Russo, who's the owner, he's, he's a hands-on guy. He's involved, and his, his people, are, are he hires great people to fix your cars. Customer satisfaction is what he knows breeds loyalty in a situation like that. You got a guy who can fix your car, and he's a great guy, and he's honest. You say, I'm going back. And he's concerned about your happiness and your, uh, you know. He's just a, it's a really, really good, good, well-run company. And they're located at 626 South Main Street, Webster. They also have a location at 8 Englewood Street in Webster and 199 Oxford Avenue in Dudley. It's, uh, and, and by the way, if you get, get them on the phone, uh, what's the number? Uh, 508-731-8568. That's, eight, uh, that's 508-731-8568. Although, just look them up on the internet at ProAutomotiveMA.com. You'll find all the numbers. Maybe you'll talk to uh, Morgan or Neil or Chelsea or any of the people running the place over there, or maybe even Jason Russo himself. Now, I never endorse any business until I'm sure it's a top performer. When it comes to your automotive repair needs, I stand behind this. Pro Automotive, baby, where I get all three of my cars serviced. And serviced FM. Thank you very much. You sounded professional on that. That was a good job. Thank you, ladies. Sure. How you doing? <laughs> Um, okay, now, I'd like to play a quick game of how, how much do you know. Three questions for you guys. Let's see who comes closest. How much do you know? How much do you know? Three quick questions. All right. <clears throat> see who comes the closest to answering this question. Benny, you awake? I'm here. What is the average daily milk output per cow? The average milking cow in this country. What is the average daily output for one cow Medium. of milk? Four How gallons. Ma- four gallons? What's your four guess? Four gallons. Ooh, two and a half gallons. Smitty wins. It's eight gallons. Wow. <laughs> eight gallons. Double what even Smitty said. It, can you imagine that? That's a lot of gallons. That's a lot of milk coming out of that cow. It's like, a, that's utter success. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm going to milk this for all I can get. And by the way, eight gallons a day, 2,000 gallons a year. Don't kick the bucket. Can you imagine that? Uh, Okay, question. What is the main ingredient in hummus? Hummus? Hummingbirds. Little chopped up hummingbirds, like shredded tweet. Chickpeas. (laughs) Yes, chickpeas. He's kicking your ass, Ben. That's right. (laughs) Chickpeas. Chickpeas. I love when a chick pees. Uh, oh. <laughs> I love Who are you, Chuck Berry? Uh, I don't know. I'm Donald Trump. No, seriously, though. Uh, third question. By the way, you're two, you, got, you already won because well, third question is right now. Right, so let's see who comes close to guessing the average commuting time, the average travel time to work in Massachusetts. 28 minutes. Ben? 38 minutes. 29.6 minutes. Jesus, Bill. Bill oh, Smith with a no, general that, knowledge victory you. overall. Baby. That's and that's a little episode of what I like to call How Much Do You Know? 
I finally won something. It's the quickest little game show you ever heard, isn't it? Oh, God. I should have been a game show host. <laughs> You'd be a good game show. I had so many great ideas for game shows. Hey, well, let's hear one of those ideas. Well, the first one I had, and it was ruled out by the network executives. So you did? You pitched this one? Well, yes, and they, they ruled it out, although I thought it was totally original and cutting edge. It was a little game show I called Show Us Your Dick. <laughs> <laughs> And they turned that down. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. Hey, nutless creeps. Come on. That would have been a winner. Show us. <laughs> you know, I bet the folks at speakpipe.com slash Planet Mikey podcast, they could leave a comment on that remark. Yeah, that's it. You know, yeah. we're going to basically absorb all these comments and collect them, and then you're going to edit them all together. <laughs> that's right. I'll sit here and slave over a hot microphone. Hey, by the way, today is January uh, January 31st, and it is a marquee day uh, for baseball. Why? Really? Jackie Th- Robinson's birthday. Well, hold on now. Don't jump the gun on me here, Ben, okay? Nobody likes the people that wedge their way in and ruin the punchline. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Nobody likes people like that. I'm sorry. January 31st is indeed Jackie Robinson's birthday. Mm. Now, what's he famous for? He's the last Republican to play for the Dodgers. <laughs> no, he, he uh, was the, he broke the color line. He's the first black player. In, 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 and by the way... And not just a was, black player. He was a great black player. Great player. And, yeah. and he doing it, that whole thing, that was a huge thing. Because you know the towns they had to travel to? Where, oh. you know, back then, the racial disparities. 1947, yep. the guy got called every name. He was just, he looked straight ahead, mission. He had a mission. Yep. And one of the bravest people uh, in the history of sports, yep. no question about it. Dignity. Dignity as well. Yep. And class. Did I mention he's a Republican? You did. Yes, you did. He was. Yeah. Uh, but not only... Was he born on January 31st? My favorite, maybe my favorite non-Red Sox player of all time, Ernie Banks. Ernie. Mr. Well, Cub. The, sky, the grass is green. The sky is blue. Uh, let's play, too. I did an interview with him, and I, he's a, just the nicest guy in the world. I never forget, as long as I live. Uh, he was complimentary to me at the end of the interview. I said, you know, I got up, and I was like, this guy was so nice. I said, you're wonderful. He said He's, that to you? He, no, he, yeah. he, I said it to him. Oh. He goes, you know what? You are too. Oh, and nice. I thought, well, you know, no, but thanks for saying it. But wonderful's a nice comment. He's a good guy. That's a compliment. Yep. And there's nobody loved the game of baseball or was, or was nicer than that man, Ernie Banks. And by the way, not only was he born January 31st and Jackie Robinson, but my favorite pitcher. Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. Today is... Uh, what is he, 75 today or 76? 76. So Nolan Ryan and I are the same age. I, I love Nolan Ryan, mm. and all three of them have a birthday day. That's got to be the, the biggest calendar day when it comes to uh, impactful Hall of Famers. Mm. Uh, no question about it. So happy birthday to all those guys. Are you guys excited about Groundhog Day? <laughs> I am already excited about it. Is it the stupidest holiday ever? Uh. You know? I mean, if I want my hog ground... <laughs> no, the thing about it is, is that it's a stupid day. It's like if the if he, if the what's his name, Punxsutawney Phil sees his shadow. Now, fuck you! What kind of meteorology is that? Huh? Hey, at least it gave us a good movie. Well, with Bill Murray, but it, yeah. it didn't what did really. Flag Day ever give us? 
I'm not, I can't remember. Fourth yeah, of July. Exactly. Uh, fourth, flag fourth of July. I'm the family guy. Well, Tom, uh, Tom uh, who's the guy that was in Fourth of July? Uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. He's Tom, you know, Tom Cruise out here on the parade promoting uh, the sequel to the Fourth of July, the Fifth of July, <laughs> which promises to be even more Julyier than the first one. Bingo. <laughs> anyway, uh, feel good movie of the summer. It's. It's, uh, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. It's such a nothing day. I would like them to say on the news someday, you know, if he, if Punks of Tony Phil takes a shit and gets and sees it, the shadow of his, you know, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Who cares if he comes out and sees his shadow? And who was the guy that, the politician that dropped him? Dropped Punks of Tony <laughs> Phil. Remember that? Yeah. I, well, who was it? It was somebody who was like running for president or something, wasn't it? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I don't know who it was. I forget. They, they got the crowds over the cameras and the guy drops them on his head. And it, oh, there'll be no winter will never end because Punks of Tony Phil died. He's dead. Oh, God. Who dropped him? <laughs> it was uh, Bill de Blasio. Bill de Blasio. Uh, yes. Blasio. Can you imagine that? that? Douchebag. That. <laughs> oh. We got video. Oh wait, we're we're on audio. Well, I thought it was going to be like, and here you can see the mayor dropping. <laughs> I didn't think it was just going to be, and oh, what a what a pussy! He's a jerk, and that guy, honestly, that's the biggest clown that ever was mayor. By the way, the current mayor has got all kinds of issues going on. And he, that guy, holy crap! Who, who's the? Uh... Eric Adams. Eric Adams, yep. yeah. That little I know. Yeah. And I, no relation. So the thing about him is, though, that he's, he's got all these $500 a night hotel, hotel rooms that they're giving to the illegal immigrants that are storming to New York yep. because it's a sanctuary city. And so they have a housing crisis in New York already. Mm-hmm. All the homeless shelters are totally packed up. So they're putting them in hotel rooms, $500 a night. And guess who's paying for it? The taxpayers of New York, like they don't pay enough taxes already. Well, how about this? Suddenly they find that the, all the hotels are booked, so they're going to put them in a different place, sort of like a uh, municipal area. And the, uh, the illegal immigrants started complaining. Right. They were complaining. Right. And they're and they refusing to leave the hotels and go to the homeless shelters because yep. they like the hotels. You know, this is, no, this is nice. We got a nice continental breakfast over here. You know, they're giving them free tea car, you know, uh, train cards. Mm. So they can go wherever they want to. They're giving them food. They're giving them ferry. If, if you're in Brooklyn, they're giving you uh, ferry ferry boat tickets so that you can go across them. I mean, what what is this? They're overwhelming the system deliberately. It's a mess. Yeah. It's a managed decline now, of the, the USA. reason for the mess is oh conspiracy belt. That's right, conspiracy. Today's conspiracy, yeah, is tomorrow's truth. Oh, that's right. I mean, I don't want to get too serious because I like to save some of this for the uh, the award winning. Uh, 15 Minutes of Shame podcast. Well, yeah. What was that award again? The Mommy Award. Oh, that's that's yeah. right. M-A-M-E. I, and my mom's not with us any longer, but I, I know that we can give it out honestly to ourselves because if she were here, she'd like that podcast. So it's a posthumous acceptance. Correct. That was nice. So the reason for the, for the problems uh, in New York in particular, I mean, we got the same problems going on. Housing is going way up. And the units, the housing units are being sucked up by the people, the five million people that Biden has led into this country okay. to live here without any uh, possible attention to American law. 
You know, that's that's Biden's thing. Okay, no, no, they're open borders. They, he didn't say it, but they'll, it's true. They'll claim it's not Biden's fault, and they'll tell you that the border is secure. That's yeah. what they say. Right, yep. yeah. That, yeah. It's amazing. The border is secure, yeah. and Whoopi Goldberg, Goldberg is Miss America. <laughs> so he is? Yeah. Ooh. So it's a bad crop. They have here. a thing called right to shelter, and the only there's only three municipalities that have that rule where no matter who you are or what your problem is, you there the the area has a the uh, the responsibility of putting you with, with a roof over your head somewhere. Yep. And if it's not a shelter, or it's someone's house, or if it's, or it's uh, a hotel, it's New York City has it, Washington D.C. has it. Mm. Those are two cities that have it. And only one state, Massachusetts. Isn't that interesting? It was passed in 1983 uh, by Mike Dukakis. So nice, for, for, for forty, almost forty years, we've been taking paying for people. Now, what does it do? Okay, you say it's a nice thing to do for people if they're homeless because they've had domestic violence or drug problems or maybe they have some kind of doesn't matter. Okay, whatever your problem is. Massachusetts is going to put a roof over your head at taxpayer expense. And you say, well, that's really nice to do for people. Except that you know and I know if there's only one state in the union that's doing it, then anybody that's homeless in any other state in America is going to want to come to Massachusetts. And what, is we, what do we need more than anything else in Massachusetts? More homeless people. We do? That's oh, yeah. what we need. There you go. So it's a magnet for people to come to Massachusetts and take advantage of us being the only state out of 50 that pay for your hotel room when you, have a, when you don't have a place to live. I bet people would like to make a comment about your comments, Mikey, at speakpipe.com yeah. slash Planet Mikey Podcast. Sure. Fucking guy getting paid yeah, he's got, table oh, yeah, he's got a huge deal with SpeakPipe. Yeah. Speakpipe.com slash Planet Mikey Podcast. <laughs> now, when, for next week's show, we're going to have to come up with a pipe that actually speaks. You know, there's even a picture of you on that website. There is? Yes, there is. This is big. That's I'm telling you right now. And I love to, you know, it's, I miss talking to the fans. We don't have a phone line that calls in like you do on the radio. Yeah. When, you're, uh, when, you, have, you, know, when you have your own radio show, number one ranked radio show in men, <laughs> and you're going along good and things are great, and you've got number one ratings, and then all of a sudden Mutt and Minahan cut the balls off you. From down low. But no, I don't miss it that much. <laughs> How many days now has it been? <laughs> oh, I, you know what? I'm trying to think now. I've been out of there. It'll be seven years in June. Seven. Huh? My God. Can you believe that? And think of all the things I've done since then. I made that nice uh, Martin Luther King sculpture for the, for the, the, that's, that's in right. the park. Yep. I did that. Yep. That took me a while. You know, I did some, some mountain climbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, lift driving. Yeah, yep. I did some border patrol. It's well done on that. Cat juggling. The cat juggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a video of that somewhere. I did an experimental test case for uh, emphysema patients with a with a problem, and, and guess what? I came in first. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Can we uh, do we have another topic? I got topics, but they're all for the next. Uh, well, oh, we have another you, podcast. You mean 15 minutes of shame? Yeah, yeah. And that, by the way, tell me about that's that available award. wherever you get your podcast. What? Uh, tell me again about this award that the uh, the program won. Which one? 15 minutes of shame. The mommy award? Yeah. Oh god, it's great. It's a it's a potholder. Which is otherwise known as a roach clip. I get it. Yeah, we got potholders coming out the yin yang here. By the way, speaking of pot, 
Yeah. Uh, does anybody here smoke marijuana? Raise your hand. This is great. We're all on the same page. You know, this is just too good to be true. Time now for Joe and Jerry on the Planet Mikey podcast, a musical feature for you, the listening audience. You're just too good to be true. I can't take my eyes off of you. It'd be like heaven to touch, Troop. I want to hold you so much. At long last, love has arrived. And I thank God I'm alive. Can you believe it? You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. Pardon the way that I stare, Joe. There's something caught in your hair, Joe. The sight of you leaves me weak. I'm going to squeeze your butt cheek. But if you feel like I feel, and I hope you don't, please let me know that it's real. You're just too good to be true. I can't take my damn eyes off of you. Oh, yeah! I love that scene in the Deer Hunter movie at the pool table in the bar. I couldn't get through that movie, Joe. Uh, why not? So depressing. I love you, baby! And if it's quite all right, I need you, baby. To warm a lonely night, I love you, baby. Trust in me when I say, take it, Troop. Oh, pretty baby. Don't bring me down, I pray. Oh, pretty baby. Now that I've found you, I guess I have to pay. Oh, let me love you, baby. Let me love you, baby. No? You're just too good to be true, True. Can't take my eyes off of you, True. You'd be like having to touch. Let's go on a date. We can go Dutch. At long last, love has arrived. And I thank God I have thighs. You're just too good to be true. That's Shaw's. Can't take my eyes off of you. Swear to God I do. I need you, baby. I don't have my wallet with me. (laughs) I think it's time to go, Joe.